0: Join us on YouTube at the Counterthought channel. Let's go. Philadelphia Flyers defenseman Ivan Provorov refused to participate in an LGBTQ event on Tuesday night, citing his religion for his reason to not participate. He said he respects everybody. However, he has not been given that same respect from the media. Ivan Provorov chose his faith over the woke religion. Welcome to another episode of Counterthought. This week on Tuesday, Tuesday night, Philadelphia Flyers defensive men talking about the NHL, Ivan Provorov, chose not to participate in an NHL-sanctioned, Philadelphia Flyers-sanctioned LGBTQ Pride event. If he was going to participate, all the players who did participate had to wear this LGBTQ Pride warm-up jersey prior to the game on Tuesday night. Well, Ivan Provorov chose not to participate. Ivan Provorov cited his religion, which is Russian Orthodox, for the reason he did not participate, saying, quote, I respect everybody. I respect everybody's choices. My choice is to stay true to myself and to my religion. His head coach, and this actually surprised me, John Tortorella, defended his decision, this is all after the game, saying, quote, Provi or Provorov, Provi is being true to himself and to his religion. It's one thing I respect about Provi. He's always true to himself. And then the coach Tortorelli gave, you know, a little bit more context of the events leading up to the Tuesday night event. He said that he had spoken um, to Ivan Provorov about a week before the game. So, you know, the Tuesday prior. And that the general manager of the Flyers, Chuck Fletcher, was also involved in the conversations. And that Tortorella also said that the Flyers Pride Night ambassador, Scott Lofton, was also involved in these conversations. So if you've heard that you know everybody was caught off guard by this, that's not true. Not according to the head coach. Tortorella, the head coach of the Flyers, says that you know he had discussions with Provorov. He had discussions with the Pride Night ambassador. He had discussions with the general manager for the team. And everybody was aware of what Ivan was going to do. He had made his decision that, "Hey, I'm going to stay true to my religion, true to my beliefs, true to my values, and not participate." Now, those in the media who got really pissed off about this um, remembered that Tortorella in 2016, you know, going back six almost seven years ago, had a very um, over had a, an overreaction. When someone asked him a hypothetical question, which, by the way, I've heard whenever you are doing presses, press pressers and things like that, press conferences, don't ever answer a hypothetical qu- a question. Do not ever answer a hypothetical question. But he was given a hypothetical in 2016, and he answered it. Um, again, this is the head coach, Tortorella. He was given a hypothetical question about what he would do if someone protested the national anthem. And you may remember this was you know, at the height of the protest, going back to Colin Kaepernick and... Trump being elected president and then Trump sounding off against Kaepernick and how it's disrespectful and all of that. But at the time in 2016, Tortorella said, quote, they asked me, and this is him recounting, um, retelling the story on Thursday. So they asked me if a player sits, what would you do? Again, regarding protesting the national anthem. Tortorella said at the time, and what I did and what did I say? I said the player would sit the rest of the game. You know, suffering a penalty for, you know, for not participating. I was wrong. I learned a lot through that experience. My feelings toward any type of protest to the flag during the anthem, it disgusts me. To this day, it disgusts me. It shouldn't be done. Those are my feelings. I can't push those feelings onto someone else. So I was wrong in saying that back then, again, in 2016. He goes on and says, I didn't realize I was, but as I went through it all, it was him asking himself, quote, who am I to push my feelings onto someone else? He goes on to say, same situation here. Provi, Provorov, Provi's not out there banging a drum against Pride Night. He quietly went about his business. He and I had a number of conversations about how we were going to do this. You have the team, you have him, you have all this going on. We talked to Lofton or Lofts, as he said, which again is the uh, Pride Night ambassador. We went through the whole process there and Provorov felt strongly with his beliefs and he stayed with it. So good on the head coach, good on Tortorella for standing up for his player, for believing in his player and respecting his player's decision. However, like in many cases, whenever it comes to having to participate in, in things like this, woke aspects of our culture nowadays, especially here in America, the media, especially the sports media, NHL media, freaked out. Freaked out. Listen to some of the things that were said. A Canadian anchor, hockey, obviously huge in Canada, right? Canadian anchor Sid Cicero I might have pronounced that incorrectly. He said after the protest, after Provorov not participating, quote, nothing scares me more than any human being who says, I'm not doing this because of my religious beliefs. Because when you looked at people's lives who normally say that publicly, you'd throw up at what you saw. Don't feed me the religious beliefs line. And then, he went on to suggest that the NHL should find the Flyers organization, the Philadelphia Flyers organization, $1 million because Provorov did not participate, because the Flyers did not have 100% participation. So what this Canadian anchor, Sid Cicero, is getting at when he says, don't feed me the religious beliefs and that when you look at people's lives you normally that normally say publicly citing their religion, you would throw up at what they do. He is get what he's getting at there is he's getting at, you know, those who cite religion are sinners. Could be some of the worst sinners. And that's true. But when it comes to the Christian faith, if Christ is your Lord and Savior, you are forgiven of your sins. Now, that does not excuse your behavior, right? We are to live our lives according to the word and to glorify God, give him all the glory. But one of the parts of Christianity is that you are saved from your sins by the blood of Jesus Christ that was shed on the cross. Jesus, God, is the only person who is perfect. We are all imperfect. And for Christianity, talking to those who are not yet believers, this is at the crux of those conversations, hey, you're a non-believer, or you know, you've sinned in the past. That is okay. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. He forgives you of your sins. That is the message. So the fact that this Canadian anchor Sid Chicero is, you know, making this big deal and talking, talking about he's basically going to throw up, like, oh, the hypocrisy of these Christians out there living their lives. Yes, we all fall short. We all fall short. But that is the beauty of Christianity, the beauty of what God did, of what Jesus did by dying on the cross for us. And to then suggest that the NHL should find the Flyers organization because they had a player, Ivan Provorov, who didn't participate, $1 million because you he didn't want to bend the knee to the LGBTQ pride night that, is, again, is part of this NHL. Everyone is welcome in hockey initiative it is ridiculous. He said a couple more things, um, suggesting that Provorov, because he is you know, born in Russia, Russian national, has lived here in the United States since he was 13 years old. He's been here roughly, I think around 15 years or so here in America, suggested that if, that if Provorov doesn't like the acceptance of LGBTQ here in America, the culture that it has here in America, or you could say the religion here in America, because that's pretty much what it's become, then he could just leave the country. You know he could just not stay here. He could leave America. He said, uh, Sucero, this anchor again, Canadian anchor, said that Provorov could go back to Russia, and then suggested that Provorov enlist in the Russian military and fight in the Ukraine war, which would suggest he should just go ahead and go back to Russia and then get killed because he wouldn't participate in a pride event. I mean, that is ridiculous. That is utterly ridiculous. Suggesting that someone should just leave the country because they don't want to participate in something that you want them to participate in. Many in the media talking about this same exact story as I am have referenced the Seinfeld episode where Kramer doesn't want to wear the, I believe it's a, a cancer pin after he signs up for a race. Everyone's like, "Where the pin? Where the pin?" He's like, "I don't want to wear the pin." And then you know everyone shouts him down and he's basically following him through the streets, angry mob style. "Where the pin? Where the pin? Where the pin?" Well, that is this. That is this. It isn't. Hey, we're going to do this event. You can participate if you want. Again, speaking about the media, that is not what they. That is not what they expect. That is not what they want. They want you to participate. They want to force you to participate, to go along, to get along. So good on Provorov for standing up to his, um, for standing up for, I should say, his religion and his beliefs, his values. There was another um, NHL hockey reporter, media uh, personality, Greg Wasinski. He's a senior hockey writer for ESPN. He tweeted, quote, of course, Ivan Provorov is more than happy to play pregame dress up when it does align with his belief system. And with his tweet, he had a picture of Provorov dressed in, I believe it was in 2021. And like a hockey game night jersey that had camouflage, you know, for um, military night or whatever, armed services night. Said, quote, of course, Ivan Provorov is more than happy to play pregame dress up when it does align with his belief system. Duh, right? Duh. I mean, if you support something, you typically want to participate and support it through your participation. So I don't know what kind of point he's making here. It's like, okay, well, he's obviously Provorov has obviously stated that he, based on his Russian Orthodox um, beliefs, his religion. Is not supporting this event did not participate in this event because of that. So it would be natural to then participate in things that you do support. So to make it seem like as if, you know, Ivan Provarov is some type of hypocrite because he participated in a military night, you know, supports the military. Great. But not participate in this LGBTQ sanctioned event on Tuesday night. I don't know what this guy was getting at. Greg Wasinski, but he's trying to call, Provorov a hypocrite, when actually Provorov is doing the exact thing that I would expect all of us to do: things you, things you support, you participate in; things you don't support, you don't participate in. So we've got, you know, good on Provorov, good on Tortorella, the Flyers' head coach. Terrible reaction from the NHL sports media, but then good on the NHL here was their statement or a portion of their statement. The NHL came out, I believe it was on Wednesday to address this. It could have been on Thursday, Um, you know, trying to kind of like calm the waters a little bit. The end of their statement said, quote, players are free to decide which initiatives to support. And we continue to encourage their voices and perspectives on social and cultural issues. Perfect. Good job. NHL. They are free to decide the initiatives they support. And the NHL continues to encourage players' voices and perspectives on social and cultural issues. That is perfect. Now, going back to last week, the NHL got in some hot water for a, um, a career fair that they were hosting down in Fort Lauderdale. The, the Florida Panthers, the NHL hockey team, you know, is down there. But they got into hot water because they were um, had discriminatory practices. For that job fair saying that basically if you are a straight white male need not apply they were trying to get again a part of this um, hockey is for everyone initiative which is basically lgbtq initiative for the nhl they're trying to get more people um, who identify as lgbtq to come and participate in the nhl you know as an employee whether it is maybe um, an equipment manager, it's working in a front office, you know, ticket, marketing, community service, you know, whatever, all the different uh, divisions within within a team, all the different um, divisions within an organization. But DeSantis, you know, said like, hey, you know, that's discriminatory. You can't discriminate people based on, you know, um, gender, sexual orientation, uh, race, religion, all of those things, right? cannot do that so the NHL then had to backtrack and this again was last week and then now this week with this whole Provorov incident, um, the NHL released a statement and they nailed it in this statement. you know they got their hands smacked by DeSantis last week and I think that led to this well-written statement from the NHL this well-written stance from the NHL. So good on the NHL it seems like they learned their lesson at least at least for now. So besides the media backlash, what, what else has occurred since Provorov took this stance on Tuesday night? Well, his jersey has sold out online. This came out um, on Thursday. This news came out on Thursday. Both the NHL shop and Fanatics, if you are into sports, buy any kind of sports apparel, whether it's a hat, shirt, shoes, whatever, banner, pennants, what, what have you, Fanatics.com basically runs the shops for all the pro sports leagues. So both the NHL shop and Fanatics have listed Provorov's jersey as, quote, almost gone. Again, this was on Thursday. And there are no longer any men's jerseys with his name and number available. On Fanatics.com, Provorov is listed as having the most popular men's jersey, women's jersey, and sweatshirt, and his branded backer shirt is being advertised as the most popular seller related to the Philadelphia Flyers. Isn't that a fantastic way to support Provorov for making this decision? If you support him, you could go two routes, right? You could either you know, boycott the NHL or you could show your direct support by buying his jersey, which I believe at least in other sports leagues, um, the players get a cut of their jersey sales. So buying his jersey, you are putting money directly into His pocket through that instead of just trying to take away money from the Flyers by not attending their games and taking away money from the larger, you know, NHL organization from not attending a game or not watching a game with TV revenue and all that kind of stuff. So, this is a fantastic way to show support. Find the most direct path you can to support the individual, the athlete that you are supporting. And they, and the the fans, NHL fans, those who maybe not even, who are not even a fan of the NHL or of the Flyers who just believe in what Provorov did and support him have shown support in one of the best ways possible which is to buy his jersey and make it known to the NHL and to the Flyers like and even the media if they're paying attention hey there are a lot of us out here the fan base of the NHL the fan base of the Flyers that support his decision we support his decision to stay true to his beliefs and we support his decision to not you know bow down to having something just crammed down his throat that he does not support. Now, this is not the first case of athletes taking a stance. And this is not the first case of trying to have some type of um, cultural wokism shoved down the throat of the American people. Some other athletes that have taken a stance against um, wokeness are Jonathan Isaac, uh, the Tampa Bay Rays, Jailene Daniels and Kirsten Henning. So Jonathan Isaac, you may remember this goes back, I think about two years ago. Yeah. No. Yeah. Two years ago, almost two and a half. Following the, the summer of 2020 with George Floyd and the BLM black lives matter protests, the NBA season that following November, you know, the NH, the NBA had a demonstration to support black lives matter. And for that demonstration, everyone was going to kneel to show their support for Black Lives Matter. Well, Jonathan Isaac, who plays for the Orlando Magic, uh, small forward, he was not only the only Magic player not to kneel, Jonathan Isaac is the only NBA player. NBA player, which is 32 teams. There's about 12, 15 on a team or so. So, you know, do the math like 450 players or something like that. He was the only NBA player who did not kneel for the league-wide demonstration in support of Black Lives Matter. Jonathan Isaac since then has written a book. It's out now. It you know gets into his faith and, and everything. I have not read it, but I've heard it's a fantastic read. And then going back to last year, the Tampa Bay Rays last season, some Rays players, a lot of them were um, uh, Latino, Hispanic. They refused to wear a gay pride patch on their jersey because of their Christian faith. So like Provorov, citing religion, these Tampa Bay Rays players also for their religion, their Christian beliefs chose not to support gay pride, a gay pride event and chose not to wear a gay pride patch. Then Jailene Daniels, she is a professional women's soccer player. Uh, she refused to wear a gay pride Jersey because of her Christian faith. And then I believe she plays for um, the women's professional team in, in Carolina and then Kirsten Henning, this has been a little more recently in the news. She was a soccer player for Virginia Tech. Um, going back to 2018, 2019, she refused to kneel during a BLM demonstration. She believes that her coach penalized her and did not like, you know, cut her playing time. I believe she was a starter, and then all of a sudden her minutes dropped dramatically, her play, her game time minutes, her playing time. So she sued, and uh, this past week or a couple of weeks ago, it was um, a settlement was reached for about hundred thousand dollars between her and the school, you know, for being penalized for exercising her First Amendment rights, which was refusing to kneel during a BLM demonstration. So, Provorov, Jonathan Isaac, the Tampa Bay Rays players, Jalen Daniels, Kirsten Henning, and others have stayed true to their beliefs and this isn't just like in their personal lives, which is one thing, but this is with their career, but their job with their livelihood have stayed true to their beliefs and protested against protest for things that they do not support. And that got me to thinking, would I, would you do the same? Would you do the same? Whether it is just your beliefs, your values that has nothing to do with, you know, like a, like a religious origin or if it is because of the religion that you practice, whether it's Christianity or Judaism or Islam or, you know, something like any other religion, would you take a stand? Would I take a stand? I have not been in a situation like this in my lifetime. You know, I'm not a professional athlete. I'm not a former professional athlete or a collegiate athlete. My athletic career ended in high school, unfortunately. Um, But I have not, really been in this position to take a stance to be like, okay, you know, I have, everyone is going to do this except me. I have not been in that position. Have you been in that position? And if you have, what did you do? What did you do? Leave your, leave your story. Tell me your story in the comments of this video. But I have not been in that situation. I would like to think that if I was ever in this situation that I would be like these other athletes, I would be like Ivan Provorov. I would be like Jonathan Isaac. I would be like the Rays players, Jalenen Daniels and Kirsten Henning, and that I would stand up for my beliefs, my value system, and say, no, I'm not doing this. No, I'm not going to go along to get along. I am going to stay true to myself and not participate. That is what I want to believe. Now, I understand that it is easier to things are easier said. Than done, which magnifies this, um, the awesomeness, for lack of a better term, of the stances that these individuals took, that Provorov most recently took on Tuesday night. But ask yourself that question. If you were in this situation, in a similar situation, would you give in and participate Or would you stay true to your beliefs and not participate? Would you exercise your First Amendment rights? Would you stay true to your beliefs, your core values, and not give in and not choke down what is being shoved down your throat? Again, I would like to think that I would do that. But again, I do not know for sure. But I believe that God would provide me the strength and the courage to stand up Instead of kneeling down. Thank you for listening to Counterthought, a podcast conserving America's freedom, culture, and values. Remember to subscribe and like or rate the podcast on your podcast app or on YouTube, and engage with the podcast on Instagram at Counter underscore Thought, at Counterthought CEO, or on Facebook at Counterthought Podcast.